You all right? You all right? Uh, I got a question for you real quick before we start. Okay. Uh, we drove over here. I followed you in your car. And uh, now I have a question. Okay. Hypothetically. Okay. If you were to see like a corgi butt, <laughs> what would happen to you? I'd go nuts. You'd be driven mad? Yeah. Because corgi butts, in fact, drive you nuts? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Great. Now people know my license plate number. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they know your license plate shield. <clears throat> uh, welcome, everybody, to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And that's Meatball. He's licking my couch uh, because he has anxiety <laughs> and he doesn't like women. Uh, and he's He likes me a little bit now. He do- Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, today is not one of those days, I think. Anyway, uh, <laughs> follow us on Instagram if you don't already at Not Friendship Island Pod, um, and let's jump into Week Seven, Part One. Yeah, so we start on episode forty-nine, and this episode was a wild ride from start to. The episodes are what, like an hour long? Yeah, forty-five minutes to an hour. It yeah. took me almost two and a half hours to watch this episode. It sucks. <laughs> We're both kind of at the point where we're over almost everyone on the villa. Yeah. It's it's six weeks feels good, eight <laughs> weeks feels like too much. Yeah, I yeah, this week this this first half of this week has been tough. Yeah. So we open at the night of uh the same day of like the ranking game. So when everyone was ranking themselves in their couple. And I guess it's a party night because everyone says it's a party night, so it's a party night. Um, and Casey, first thing we see pretty much is Casey being held down, screaming at the top of his lungs because the boys are tickling his feet. Yes. And they are into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and one of the first chats we see outside is Ron sitting with Lana and he's talking about how Shaq's comment is still on his mind from the game. Um, the comment being that Ron in the ranking of like game playing couples uh Shaq was trying to rationalize picking Ron and Lana to go up and he said you know it could be perceived that Ron is playing games because he asked Lana to be his girlfriend because everyone likes Lana so that's the comment that's being referred to here right which was weird (laughs) to say it was kind of out of left field it seemed and so he thinks that Shaq's comment in the game translates to Ron being a game player, which obviously it if Shaq did honestly think that, like it would. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, Shaq is, on the other hand, having pretty much the same conversation with Tanya and some others um, saying that he hopes that they don't take it personally because in his mind, A, he says he was trying to think of how the audience could have looked at the situation, but also, like, B, like, how mad could he be because he was right because they were really on the rankings. Mm-hmm. So, like, how mad could he be that, like, yeah. he was trying to get chosen to go up? Yeah. I think the reason, first of all, everyone says how good of a talker Ron is, and I think that only works with, like, maybe stupid people. <laughs> but you think? Yeah. Or maybe it's just because I've, you know, 
I've had one too many talkers in my life that like I just cannot deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. To me, it's like so obvious that he's like, okay, but okay, let's ch- let's change this. Let's change that mind of yours here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sure. I don't know. It's it's too. Every conversation he has it seems way too like motivated mm. for me to like believe that he's like such a good talker. Gotcha. I, I get what know. you mean. Um, so Ron then comes over to grab Shaq to chat and Ron explains that he's been thinking about the conversation. Shaq explains his point of view and where his thought came from. He says he's happy for him and it wasn't personal. They seem fine at the end of the conversation. Um, but I don't think it's the chat that like, like later, for example, Lana's like, did you talk to him? Did he apologize? And it's like, it wasn't really like that kind of chat. Like right. it it seemed more like Ron trying to like keep the peace than being like, how could you say this about me? Why do you feel this way? Do you think I'm a game player? Right. So um, back at the couch with everyone, we see Jesse you know notorious for wanting people to speak their mind to that person Mm -hmm. continuing the conversation about ron and how it looks like him bouncing between girls could be perceived as game playing again like it's so crazy for this to be a conversation now when that happened like week one and two like am i alone in that that's so crazy no but it's also i i haven't really forgotten it you know yeah but also like why do we forget about Tom, Will, and Casey acting up at Casa? Like they, I don't think they're they even... They, like, cheated on the people that they were with. It's the fact that he's acting like it's insane that people wouldn't even think of that. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, someone has to be the most game-playing couple. Yeah. Just, to, like, that's just the, by the law of numbers, right? Yeah, and I think, like, if he was... I think, and this is just my perception of it, but I think if Shaq had been, like you bouncing around between girls the first weeks could be perceived as game playing. I like how mad could he get about that? Right. I think it's like how weirdly specific. Yeah, and... That's something that like I didn't even think of. Like, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that like at this point, also Lana's not that likable anymore, but you know, <laughs> that's because she's so obsessed with Ron. Oh my God. Maybe we are going to disagree on these episodes. Okay, good. <laughs> I can tell you mean uh. that. <laughs> I don't mean that. I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're I don't know if we're going to disagree, but I I mean, I haven't forgotten like Ron's week 1 and 2 antics either, and I don't even like Ron. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's unfair to continue pointing at him getting to know people in week 1 and 2, but everyone like still lo- like Will and Tom are like the villa's sweethearts. Yeah, but I don't think they're like I don't know. One, they're not the conversation. Well, no, I know, but like they're not. I mean, they're not this, the ones being sore about it. You know what I mean? This gets so far away from like the game and the conversation, though. That because like, he's making a poo poo mess. In what way? He's just he's just like sore about it. Yeah, but he or talks it's to... sore about it. <laughs> we still don't know. We still don't know. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's the fact yes that... no. It seems like there, everybody else makes way more of a deal of this than Ron does. Like, he talks to Shaq, and at this point, he thinks it's over. 
but like everyone I know, but is ha- still talking but you know about the him. Villa. You know how they get. Yeah, I'm not I'm, like I'm not like excusing anyone for talking this shit. I'm just saying the f- the focus was on how negatively he took that, and everyone's like, "Well, this is why." Yeah, it but happened. Like, he has the conversation with Shaq, and then he seems over it. Sure, right? but but these people are on the other side of the villa, and they're just talking, and we don't know. The- they have they continue to like it just. The and, way how far it goes is just like I can tell they don't like like Ron and like I get it. I think Ron would be a really hard person to be around for this long. Mm-hmm. But like, let's not like try to make a villain out of him being an annoying person to live with. I don't necessarily know if that's what they're doing. Maybe you're not. Just, you're just you're doing that thing where people, <laughs> when people gang up on people, you just take the side of the person being ganged up on, no matter what. <laughs> I think a little bit. I don't know. To think I'm funny. Oh my God. I'm cutting it all out. It doesn't matter. (laughs) This is when we see Ron go back to Lana and he says that it's squashed between him and Shaq. And this is when Lana asks if he apologized. And I mean, he, he says no. And honestly, I kind of understand like the conversation that he had with Shaq and not like, I mean, for a few reasons, I understand him not making like a finger pointing deal of it because like it's, it's not a big deal. And I think he's on his way to working through that. But like, and I don't know. Now I feel like everything I'm going to say about Ron, you're going to be like. No, no, no. (laughs) Because I'll tell you what. I, the main thing about these next episodes, Mm -hmm. I am on Ron's side. Yeah. So like, I understand. He's already very isolated from the other boys. So like, I think him doing anything, but like trying to smooth it over would just like make everything worse. So, and this is where Lana asks if she, if he feels like there's a divide. And I mean, like it's, painfully obvious that there's a divide Mm -hmm. like uh, you know casey tom will like and their significant others like they're all very very close and tanya and shack are i mean they're not like a part of that group but shack seems close with everyone same with kai like kai seems good with both groups Mm -hmm. although I think through these episodes i doesn't care about any group i think kind of enamored just well in this episode kai is very 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 supportive of ron mm-hmm. which i think ron kind of needs somebody who supports him who isn't lana right <laughs> um but kai and sanam seem friendly with both groups um and i think ron would be a very hard person to get along with i think he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room mm-hmm. i think he always has something to say i think he likes giving advice and he kind of get, gets off on giving advice to people mm-hmm Especially, like, when he can give advice from a, like, a stable couple. You know what I mean? Like, him and Lana have from seemed, like... From a place like, of authority. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have, like, a weird comparison that I've noticed about Ron that you're not going to like. And you're not going to like it simply because I'm bringing him up right now. <laughs> like, something about him has been reminding me of Maddie Healy, who loves to hear himself talk and will say anything and be deaf to, like like how it makes him seem yeah i kind of like got that impression through these episodes and i'm like i don't love that about myself but he uh he reminds <laughs> me of my dad <laughs> what in what way in the fact that he's like oh i can talk my way out of anything i think i'm the smartest person in the room because the problem with my dad was he was the smartest pr- person in most rooms <laughs> but also the things he was meddling in has nothing to do with intelligence you know what i mean mm. And then it became like, okay, you're, I don't know. <laughs> this is not this podcast. <laughs> Let's talk more about your dad. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, 
at some point when all you do is talk your way out of stuff, mm-hmm. even if you do it successfully, people will notice, huh, he talks his way out of stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point where everyone in the villa is at with Ron. Maybe where, I don't... where it's like you can tell that he's a talker and whether he's good or not is whatever. But like, I guess at I... some point it just gets exhausting. Yeah. I don't know what he's done recently to get the heat on him just because he got like upset about the opinion in the game. Like Jesse cried about the fact that some people may perceive Will as liking her more than him. And Tanya and Shaq threw a fit in the middle of the game about not going up for the top three game playing couples. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I guess because those are the couples that people like in the villa. And again, I get I can understand as an outsider why people don't like Ron. But like he didn't he didn't get that crazy upset. Again, Jesse was crying. Yeah, but that's Jesse. I don't know. I know. And there's a difference between like. I just think it's because there was another Islander involved in the feelings. And that's why it became a thing. That's all. I guess I'm not trying to defend no, anyone no, I know. here, but hey, like I need your side of this, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we see the three musketeers, as Ron calls them, uh, formerly the Goofy Goobers from this podcast, and them and their girls are all just sitting around talking about Ron and Lana and their lack of chemistry, and how apparently they seem upset by the game. Again, Jesse included, who you know caused such a big stink about having a certain opinion about people and then not saying it to them. And honestly, it's kind of like gross and childish to watch them sit there and talk about their intimacy. Like it kind of just like, it was very, it was very childish to watch. A little bit. And Tom even says at one point, I think in this chat, he can't imagine them having sex. Good. You don't have to. Like, there's no reason that you need to be doing that. It's just, they're just belittling them as a couple for no reason now. Like, I get you can say whatever about, like, the way Ron may have reacted in the game. But, like, there's no reason well, to start I th- I doing this. It's You're looking at it in a vacuum of this episode. And I just think he's just, like, an unlikable person. I, and well, now, I agree and now with that. This is like an, now this is an outlet. I mean, now they have something pointed to, like, vent these other things that they feel about him with i don't That's all. i don't even dis- i like i don't disagree that ron seems like a difficult person uh like but do you have to like do you have to say that like the way you are like knowing it's gonna be like like there have to be places you can say these things where it's not gonna be like on the show like it's just like they're in a they're, but all they're just- on a show what do you like what do you what do you, we're, we have a podcast talking about the drama on this show like, i don't do know you- that just it just seems it seems like a gross very immature conversation that you cannot like him but like to start being like oh i can't even imagine them having sex they have no in- like just it's just childish you don't agree i it's not that i don't agree it's just like what do you think this show is i know what the show is so I don't I don't like I agree with you that it's dumb and childish. That's but, all. But being not, on but being on a TV show where you pretend to fall in love with each other is also dumb and childish. Yeah, I guess like if you like and we know a lot of people like go into the show being very aware of like the optics and like trying to win and like getting brand deals and like becoming like do you I don't know, like do you think you're gonna do that when you like like do you think you're gonna get a brand deal when you're like sitting there like talking Yes. I don't know. I just think 
Who wants brands to... don't care about being sque- like nobody cares about squeaky clean people anymore. Like I guarantee they you, Liv do... is not going to get as many brand deals as somebody like Lana, for example. Uh, maybe, sure, but that's because Liv is an unlikable person. I think this is making them seem unlikable. And I will say, the only thing that matters with brand deals is Instagram followers. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna care about what they did on a show two, three years ago. I agree. When they have 1.2 million followers or whatever they have. I agree, you but they're going to... I think you're going to get more Instagram followers from Maybe. being likable. Maybe. Sure. I mean, I, I was wrong when I looked up Zara and she had like 40,000 followers. So, <laughs> so <laughs> who am I to judge? But, yeah. you know. And then we get our first Ronversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call... I'm going to call this one Ron's Fire Pit Chat. Yes. Um, just to distinguish between Ron's first chat, Ron's second chat. So the game playing chat. Yeah. Do you? I mean, do you want to? We'll play the. We'll play the. Okay. Audio. So I won't read it. How are you feeling, Ron? What? Just oh, in general. Today's challenge. And the head changing one. I completely get that. I'm not gonna lie. When I was a viewer, mm. I thought the people who create the most drama, mm. they're the ones that's game. Mm. And then I thought the ones who have their drama nice and early, and then. Mm get comfy and treat it like a holiday they're the ones who are probably like they just cruise and i can see why people probably thought oh lana and ron are just cruising through yeah i'm not bothered by any of that because i know i'm not yeah. otherwise i would never have made her my girlfriend it means too much to me well, as long as you feel happy that that is all that matters really mm. Mm. at this point i think you'd be found out if you was a game player or fake yeah it's very hard to hide it wouldn't it so that's the quote. And honestly, I, I I didn't I did not know what he meant by this at first. I um I kind of did. Uh, here are my thoughts. Let's hear them. And then I want to hear yours cuz yeah. The guy just talks. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> um I think at first what he's saying is like when he used to watch, he had a different idea of who the game players were in the villa. And but I don't know what he means to say about people who are cruising. Maybe he's saying that people who cruise now are the people who are perceived as game players. And he understands that since it may look like him and Lana are cruising, that that may be the perception. Um, but he does not. Let's be very clear. He does not say any at any point in this chat. People who cruise make it the furthest. Mm-hmm. He never says that. Now, let me hear your what do you think he means by this? Because, yeah, truly, I'm confused. Pretty close to what you're saying. Basically, I think what he's saying is like, I get why it looks like we might be playing a game because people who cause drama early and then get back together and just hang out. Like, it looks like they did that intentionally. Well, he says it just looks like they cruise and like. It just it's hard to tell if he's saying people who cru- like the people who cruise say he's not like outright saying good thing bad thing he's just saying I it. think what he means is like from an like when I used to watch mm-hmm. I could get why people think that's like game playing I think he's he's saying like I I understand why people think yeah. I'm playing a game here Yeah I because think when so I used too. to watch like I could see that as like the issue right Yeah uh, and then he's like, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, I think that's what he's trying to say, too. He said it in a very... Because he just talks without realizing where he's going. Yeah. 
he's got it's like that clip from the office where michael's like sometimes i start a sentence and i have no idea what i'm gonna say exactly. <laughs> like i have no idea where it's gonna go mm-hmm. um so i think that we pretty much feel the same about that yeah i don't think he was admitting any plan i don't think so i literally just think he was like i'm not that hurt because i understand why people feel this way mm-hmm. i think I think Sammy was probably going to take whatever he said the wrong way. But I think his first, I don't want to say mistake. Cause like, listen, he's just talking. So I don't even think he realizes half of the things he's saying or anything. But mm-hmm. I think the, the first reason that it got misinterpreted the way it did is because he brought up as a viewer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he brought up again and like, you don't see a lot of people talk about being viewers or even like the game aspect of it. Mm-hmm. very often so i think like that was kind because of because like, it's like a cardinal sin to it, acknowledge the game part right or that you've watched before and may understand like how certain things look right you know what i mean so that is the first chat the next chat we see is between casey and rosie and she brings up the game and them seeming like a one-sided couple or how they got voted for a one-sided couple and how it may look like she might be more into him than he is into her. Which is crazy that she has that take given the drama that he went through with Claudia. (laughs) Well, I think she's just feeling insecure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess. But like, what else could you ask for? You know what I mean? He stuck by you that whole time. Yeah, I mean, I think... She hasn't been in there that long with him and she doesn't know him that much. So I think like, you know, she's also seen him stray from Claudia at Casa and like, I guess she's, I don't know. I think she just, all she wants here and what she asks for and also what she receives is affirmations, which Casey, yeah, Casey gives. He says like, he's falling for her. He likes her. He's like, I'm always like smiling and like when I see you. Um, and it seems like she, cause like, she's like, oh, you know, I feel like maybe sometimes I pull you for chats more than you pull me. So she's just asking for more affirmation. She's asking for like more affection. Um, and it seems like he's more than willing to give that. Yeah. So, um, and then we see Sammy and Tom talking to Jesse and again, just bitching about Ron um and sammy as she does repeats (laughs) i shouldn't say repeats uh extrapolates the conversation ron's uh fire pit conversation that we just talked about the bizarro world version of that conversation yeah so she says that he revealed his master plan and in her version she says that he says that it's better for couples to get their drama out of the way early and then cruise. And that's how you make it further. And those are like the couples that like make it to the end. Mm-hmm. That's how she says it. Um, And Tom, even also who was sitting there in that chat, like he was there. He Tom was, is. Don't. No, no. Don't start. Uh, listen. Don't start. All I'm saying is Tom is 40% there in every conversation. So I think he just like goes along with the most um, confident person in the conversation. I'm not making any excuses. I'm just saying like there's no way that Tom remembers the specifics of that conversation. He forgot he like 
cuddled that bitch in casa. Mm. I'm not making any excuses. Don't worry. I'm just saying like. Sounds like you might be. But he just smiles and laughs along like he wasn't sitting there and and he isn't just hearing her totally make up her own meaning. And I mean, I think that Ron, again, he talks in circles. He overcomplicates everything and he makes he says lots of words to make some to make himself sound smart. But I think it's like a pretty decent leap to take that this is him revealing his master plan. Right. I agree. Was Sammy just not listening? Like what what do you or did she purposefully like misconstrue that whole conversation? I th- I think she was I don't think it's purposeful, but maybe that's me being generous. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think she misunderstood because, to be fair, you were even confused listening to that. And yeah. I was a little bit, too. Yeah, but like I he never... Wasn't, he didn't make it clear what he was saying. Yeah, my my confusion wasn't, like, the same as hers. My He just didn't... I Most of the time, I think he says too many words. He wasn't saying enough words about certain things mm-hmm. to, like, If make he it made clear. it clear that he's like, I understand why people feel this way yeah. because... Mm-hmm. That I think that would have stopped a lot of problems because, yeah. but he's basically he's like, you know, I'm not playing a game, but like as a viewer, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. Um, uh, and then we see the second conversation, which is the Ron and Rosie chat, mm. and this one starts by Rosie chatting to Lana about her chat with Casey mm-hmm. and how she was feeling regarding the game and then being chosen as like a one-sided relationship. She does say in this before anybody else says anything that like Casey did reassure her um, about always looking to find her and wanting to be around her. And then Ron says, and I quote, if you want to prepare yourself for the outside world, you need to get to know you a lot quicker. Mm. And the only way you can do that is by spending more one-on-one time with you. Mm. And like, like you say, if, Instead of staring at you all day, you go and pull you for a conversation. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think the slow burner hey. thing's a bit different because in here there's a bit of a, like, sometimes can be a bit of a cop-out. Mm. But I think he loves being one of the three musketeers a lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's like you said, the fact that there's no one else in here. Mm. He can go anywhere he wants and he knows that he'll have you sort of thing, like mm. there. Yeah. Um, but... That's just Casey, isn't it? It's like, yeah. and I would say just, just keep a little bit of space. Yeah. See where see where he goes. Mm. And in his talking head right after this, he says, "For me, I walk out the door and I'm looking for Lana because I just want to spend as much time with Lana as possible. Whereas I feel like Casey probably comes out and he looks for Tom and Will <laughs> rather than Rosie. He needs a little bit of chase. So if she steps back a little bit." Maybe he can chase her. By the way, spoiler alert, I'm not on Ron's side this conversation. Okay. I'm on. I'm not on a side in this conversation, actually. I don't think that this conversation requires a side. Okay. Personally. Um, and my opinion on this, just at face value, before anything else comes from this, the drama that eventually follows it, is I do think he was in his way attempting to give advice but I definitely think he was shading Casey while he did it and I think it's for a few reasons I think he's sore from the game I think he is sore from not being one of the boys you know what I mean 
Um, and also, I think he just kind of, we said it earlier, he gets off on giving advice, especially if he's coming from, you know, a strong couple to a couple who's struggling. Like, he likes to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally think even though his intentions were good, he had no idea And even maybe if he had an idea, I don't know that he would have said it differently, but I don't think he knew how insecure Rosie was feeling in the situation and that she was hearing it the way she did. Okay. A couple of things. I disagree with you. I don't think his intentions were good. I don't think the intentions were bad. I think his intentions is to say the most profound thing that he possibly can. I think when he gives it. You don't think he like necessarily cares if um, his advice like does good or bad. I think he wants to say the thing that sounds the most profound. So you don't think his um like his intentions like go past like the words out of his mouth necessarily. I yeah, I think his intentions okay. is to be right, not helpful. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I think he wants to see the future and then mm. say, "Hey, remember that advice I gave you?" But he's bad at that sometimes. Um and he's usually pretty pessimistic. When it comes to advice. I also mm. think that it's. A hundred percent colored by the fact that he. Either doesn't like or is jealous of Casey. Okay. Again because I feel like <laughs> a lot of that was like. Oh I'm going to use your points. To change your mind here. You think he bit. was trying to change your mind? I just feel like. Okay, I'm trying not to do what he's doing right now. <clears throat> the whole thing, he's like, I take your point and I'm going to say the opposite of that point because I want you to feel how I feel subconsciously, I think. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the whole, it's like, oh, he's, he says he's always staring at me. Oh, yeah, but staring's not the same as talking. I don't know. Okay. I just feel like he says whatever he's i think he shows his feelings more than he realizes so i think basically though in this chat like we i think we both kind of agree with um like maybe at least some of i don't think i don't think ron's total intentions were from a place of like whatever his situation with casey is um but i think for the most part we i don't know maybe we don't agree (laughs) I just think subconsciously. I don't think like he was actively like trying to thwart Casey. But, but you're I, saying you don't think he has good intentions where like I I kind of do think he wanted to help. Yeah, I don't think he ever wants to help. I think he just wants to be on the right the right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so at bedtime we see Will put on Shaq's skinny jeans, which we've seen him in the past be kind of sensitive about. He, like, always has something to say when people call his jeans skinny jeans. They're not skinny, bro. <laughs> They're straight leg. Um, and we see also Ron and Lana joking around in bed a little bit about how they have no chemistry. They're, like, trying to make a joke of it, I guess. And they're like, oh, we shouldn't cuddle because, like, we have no chemistry. And they're just kind of, like, uh, playing around with each other and playing up the fact that I guess everyone is talking about them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in the morning, the joke kind of continues, I guess. Um, and we find out that Ron and Lana like swap sides of the bed, which I could never do. How? Me? No, like how do oh, they do that? 
I could never do that. Josh they play and I, monster trucks. Josh and I side of the bed. Like, forget swapping in the middle of the night. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But even like swapping sides between us, like. Yeah, I I, I would never I have sleep a queen on size bed, side. and I sleep alone most nights. <laughs> I sleep in the same spot in my bed. Yeah, you never take meatball's side of the bed. <laughs> no, meatball gets relegated to the side of the bed I'm not on. And now that he got a new bed, he doesn't uh-huh. even sleep with me unless Rachel's over. Then he has to sleep with us because <laughs> he's jealous. FOMO. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, he sleeps. He sleeps in his new bed. He loves it. <laughs> um. So a bunch of people in the debriefs are talking about. Uh, what Ron quote unquote said in his fire pit chat and how it was him revealing his game plan. That's Sammy and Tom's narrative. Um, and we also see Tom saying kind of or Tom. We also see Ron kind of repeating that chat a little bit again to others. And he says this time, it probably seems like nothing goes on with Lana and I, and we are cruising. So he kind of repeats the sentiment from last night, but he does not make it as long form. Mm-hmm. And again, when I even heard him just say this, I still can't tell. Just it probably seems like nothing goes on with Lana and I. We are cruising. I still can't tell. Like he's trying to say that's a good or a bad visual. Like I and you know what? To some extent, I don't even think it matters. But I I can't tell what he thinks of a couple on the show cruising. I know because there's, at this point, you want nothing to be going on between the couple, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> I think that's it's too. It's too niche and esoteric of a thought. <laughs> Never mind. I don't think I can fully explain what I was trying to say. <laughs> Should I move on? Yeah. Okay. Um, we see Rosie telling Jesse and Sammy that in a chat she had with Ron last night that. He basically told her that Casey prioritizes the boys over her. And of course, both uh, both Jesse and Sammy are kind of like shocked and annoyed about it right away. And I just want to say, because I feel like it's a thing in some of like the discussion groups that I happen to be a part of that. You just hair flipped after that. I know. <laughs> Wow, someone's <laughs> proud of themselves for joining an open Facebook group. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but I feel like it's painted by certain viewers that, like, Rosie, like, ran around uh, spreading, like, a false rumor. And the only person that she starts this conversation with and the only... This is the only conversation that she brings it up organically. Like, not organically, like, out of nowhere in a debrief. About mm-hmm. this chat, which isn't even out of nowhere because that's how the debriefs go. You talk about what happened the night before. Right. Um, so this is the only time that she, on her own, brings this up. Uh, after that, it's Sammy who's like, Rosie, tell him what you told me. Tell him what you told me. And like, right. did you hear about this? Like, that's it. And listen, I don't, I, to some extent, I don't care if people think Ron is a game player. I'm sure he is. But to some level, but to watch Jesse and Sammy gossip and not say anything to lana and ron after the way they acted made me want to like lose my mind but she does say something to lana yes but at this point in the episode she had not 
That's why I wrote it at this point in the episode because I was watching. She hasn't pulled them yet. T- I don't know. But how did I had no reason to believe? And espe- and if it wasn't Sammy, it would have been no one for sure. But like I had no reason to believe that Sammy was going to because they've spent the last night up until now also just talking about it behind their back. I don't know. She pulls them uh, the next day. Listen, this note was from this point in the episode when I was watching it. Do you know what I, I know, mean? which is literally the earliest it could be the next morning. You yeah, but they I mean? don't talk about it till that night. That's not true. It was, it was day when she pulls him. No, when she pulls Lana. Yeah. Who, she doesn't pull Ron. Yeah, why would she? She's on Lana's side. She thinks, in her head, in her head, mm-hmm. she's protecting Lana. She's okay. wrong. I, I'm not defending her. Well... I'm just saying, but like in her head, she's like, oh, Ron just admitted he's a game player. I have to tell Lana about it, not talk to Ron about it. Yeah, but also this chat and what they're gossiping about right now is Ron's conversation with Casey. Like that's not Which even the is same just like another. Yeah, but she's already. I feel like. It's OK for us not to agree. I know. I know. I know. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't, <laughs> right. No, it's not actually. No, I'm kidding um so i don't know i just feel like she's already sore it's already sore about the other chat the other conversation mm-hmm. which by the way i texted sarah before ian sterling made that joke yes you did about I the conversations <laughs> i have receipts <laughs> but um she's already like annoyed or feeling some sort of way with tom about the first conversation and then this is just like another pile on you know Mm. so the next thing that happens is that sammy does her thing and spills the tea about what rosie just told her to tom and then rosie comes over to them and at this point it's sammy who's like tell tom what you told me and i just want to be clear it's not rosie going around telling everyone about this Mm -hmm. um tom tells her that he thinks that it's bizarre that ron would have said that um and how mad he would be if somebody said that to sammy and he like kind of reassures her you know like you don't have anything to worry about and (laughs) here are my thoughts i really believe that rosie heard it that way i don't think rosie like people say that rosie's a liar rosie's a snake i don't think rosie's lying i think that rosie heard it that way and to some extent i can even understand why she did but i don't think that's what ron said I think the only reason Ron didn't say that was because it would be too dramatic. He's in coast mode, remember? I, I think that there, yeah, I think that there are plenty of reasons he didn't say that, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, he didn't say that. Sure, but he implied it. And listen, I said I can understand how she could, how she would think that. And even, like, we'll get to it, like, when they have a conversation about it. I think that the whole argument between the two of them involving Casey and Lana, I think it's absurd. And I think that like, it could have been very, like it could have been solved very easily by them both saying like, this was a misunderstanding, but Mm -hmm. that's not what happens. So, but like, okay, here's some points. Uh, She said that uh, Ron said, Mm -hmm. Rosie said that Ron said it wasn't going to work on the outside because they don't talk enough, which technically is not what he said. 
But what did it's, – it's just like two steps removed from that. What she said was, you know, I pull him, but he says he's always staring at me. And he says, well, staring at you is not the same as talking, and it will only work on the outside if you talk more. So, like, he's implying that it's not going to work if things continue the way they are. So it's, like, not – Well, he said – if you want to prepare yourself for the outside world, you get to know you need to get to know you a lot quicker. The only way you're going to do that is by spending one on one time. Right. And that's after she said, you know, I pull him, but he mm-hmm. stares at me and he's like staring. He's not talking. What is it? What is the quote about staring? He's not talking. And like, instead of staring at you all day, go and pull you for a conversation. Know what I mean? Right. So he's like, he's not pulling you. And the. And in order to make it work on the outside, he needs to pull you. And he is not pulling you. So, ergo, it's not going to work on the outside if he doesn't pull you. I I don't just... Dis- like like I said, I understand why she got where she did. I, I still, like, and I think, like, where we're going to continue maybe to disagree. Because I, again, I understand the leaps of logic. I think um, they're like baby steps of logic. Well... I think just where we're going to like continue to disagree is that I still think... I don't want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have a choice. Um, I still think that Ron didn't have bad intentions. So, like, I don't think at the end of the day that's what he was saying. Though, again, I understand how she got there. Like, I understand why... Like, in my mind, I think the way she got there is because she was already feeling insecure about the situation. And I think that's why she got there, where I think you maybe think, like, she got there because that's what he said by not saying it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally was like, I don't like Ron. Yeah. Um, I don't either. I don't want it to seem like I'm not, like, a huge Ron fan, but. I, so maybe, like, I'm painted in a little bit mm-hmm. by that, but literally the note I wrote down was, like, man, this guy is jealous of Casey. It was like so clearly his own shit that he was bringing into this advice that had nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, I I do think that like some of the way he said those things are I don't know. I guess I don't know like if he feels specifically jealous towards Casey, but I do think he feels very jealous about that friend group. Right. And that was definitely a lot of what he was giving advice about. You know what I mean? And technically he never uses prioritize the boys over her no but what does he say about the three musketeers he says that he loves being one of the three musketeers a lot i don't i don't know i but guess then, I, keep reading though he can do anything and you'll be there yeah and which you know is crazy because when i like the the line that gets like not brought up or anything is like the one that would upset me uh is when he said and the direct quote is kind of confusing because of the way he talks, but it is. I feel like it's like he said, the fact that there's no one else in here, he can go he can go anywhere else he wants and knows he'll have you sort of thing like that. But that's just Casey. That would have upset me way more than any of the others. Yeah. <laughs> I, it just like technically he did not say he prioritizes the boys. Technically, he does not say it won't work out. Technically, he did not say all these things, but he's saying in so many words, like, like if you had to synopsize that that conversation, you that's what you would say. You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, like, I wouldn't. But I think like maybe we're we're but like, how else would that be interpreted? Like, how do you interpret that? 
rephrase what he said in your own words. I think I would say, um, like to synopsize the conversation, Ron says that they need to spend more time one-on-one together getting to know each other and that maybe he needs to spend a little bit less time with the boys. That's probably how I would say it. And what was the last part that he made? The last point that he made. I would just keep a little bit of space, see where he goes. So if I added that in, I would probably say like, see if he comes to you. Yeah. Okay. That's all fair. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think the reason, but like, I completely understand why you synopsize it the way you do, because I think we're just like, I don't know. I think we're choosing to see Ron in two different (laughs) lights. Real quick, mom just texted me, what does muggy mean? (laughs) (laughs) Aw, love her so much. Say like a mug. (laughs) Again, like, I don't think that this is the craziest leap somebody could have made about somebody else's words. Sammy. Um, but I think that if this group, Sammy in particular for me, didn't make such a big deal and like fuss about this to Rosie, I don't think it would have blown up the way it did. Cause I, I don't think what eventually happens is good for literally anyone involved. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation that happens that we're going to get to, it, it helps no, no one feels better after the conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that it needed to be any of this. That's just my opinion. Um, But of course, Casey comes over right in the middle of them talking about all this and he's told, you know, what was said and he's annoyed right away. And then it's so weird because we see Casey walk away and then Ron comes right over and like sits in his space on the bed. The vibes are off right away because obviously everyone has like just been talking about him. This is, by the way, the ASMR episode because everyone is fucking whispering. (laughs) There's like six groups. sitting 30 feet away from each other all whispering about the same thing i can't tell you how much i hated all of the islanders in this episode i I hated this whole episode (laughs) yeah no one was likable for their own reasons yeah um and so like ron's told because he can i think he can probably tell that like something weird is going on and they're like oh you need to talk to casey you need to talk to casey and he's like he's like why do i need to talk to casey like none of this has anything to do with me this Mm -hmm. is like this is like you and you and Rosie are having whatever issue. This has nothing to do with me. Why do I need to talk to anyone about it? But they're mm-hmm. like, nobody is like pretty much talking. To him. <laughs> it's very awkward. Um, and everyone knows about it now. Everyone has an opinion. Basically, the only one standing by Ron at this point that we see through this episode is Lana. So mm-hmm. and then we see Casey grab Ron and Casey tells him that he was told by Rosie that Basically, Casey prioritizes his time with the boys and that Rosie should take a step back, Um, which he definitely said the last thing. I I don't think, again, like, it's just my opinion. I don't think he meant, like, you need to, like, leave Casey. I think he was saying, like, I think he was saying, like, you feel like he doesn't come to you enough. So take a a step back and, like, see. You know what? I even agree with you on that point. Um, Ron takes issue right away with the word prioritize, which I knew would be the case. It's so annoying. It's, it's the way so it's- semantic and nitpicky and like, yeah, the, the amount of times I, this past like week I heard the word blank was never used. The word fake, the word prioritize. It's mm-hmm. like, it does not matter. That That is the sentiment <laughs> according yeah. to her. Yeah. Uh, and listen, I, again, I think like, 
uh, I'll get to it. Um, Ron says that he is not going to let this become a big thing. And like, honestly, it already has. You don't have control. It's mm-hmm. already become a thing. Um, and in my opinion, Ron rewrites history a little bit here. He says that because like if we're going to play semantics, like he's the one who says, I told her don't deep it. No, you didn't. You never said that. Like, if you're going to, like, take issue with the, the word, word prioritize. has never been said. Right. Like. And, in fact, you depth, you deeped it. You you depthed it. <laughs> it has never been deeper than when you <laughs> explained it. When you explained anything, it's deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's probably zero chance he remembers his exact words anyway. Like Ever. I wouldn't I to be honest I forget things 10 times like 10 seconds rather after I say them mm-hmm. I've already forgotten what I've said so it wouldn't be weird if he was just like if he had just said at this point like I don't remember my exact wording that was not what I meant I meant to tell her that's all you got to say that's all he had to say and it is made so much worse in my opinion by him not just doing that mm-hmm. by him not saying I didn't mean it that way. Like, let me tell you what I meant versus what you think I said or what somebody said I said. Like, <sighs> yep. And so Casey calls over Rosie and Lana because I think he, you know, to some extent, I understand he doesn't trust Ron. Everyone thinks that Ron talks his way out of everything. And like, I get it. So he calls over. Rosie and Lana because you know Lana was there when this conversation happened and everyone trusts Lana you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and honestly Lana starts with a bad attitude right away like and I get it she's defensive everyone's always on Ron's ass I get it but like I didn't like her attitude when she walked over there I don't know if you noticed it yeah I did um and she's like right away she's like there's nothing to clear up Casey's like, well, there is because Rosie told me this and he's saying that that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Rosie repeats what she's been saying. And Lana says to her, in my opinion, in a very like demeaning way, Rosie, stop acting like he said something bad. He was giving you advice. Advice can be bad. And also and most of his is. <laughs> and Rosie repeats that she says, like, this is how I felt about like, this is how I took it, mm-hmm. like is what she's saying. And ron and lana just act like she's crazy they laugh at her at certain points mm-hmm. like it's it was i the two of them together are it just was like very uh, hard to watch like yeah i agree lana's on the defensive ron is ron. i don't i don't even know how to describe the way he acts in this i don't again i don't think like at face value he said anything wrong but the way he acts in this i'm <laughs> like it makes me like want to be like no, you were the bad guy here. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this cha- I don't think this conversation that we're dissecting needs to have a bad guy and a good guy. It just needs to have both people being like, I said it this way. I took it this way. Like, it's a misunderstanding. Like, mm-hmm. how I All took it. All it needs is clarification. And, like, to some extent, like, how can you, like, they don't have the audio of what was said. You want to hear my conspiracy know. theory? Yeah, I do. I forgot you said you had one, but yes, I do. I have a conspiracy theory. Let's hear it. Is it about this this chat? It's about both chats. Okay, go on. And this is it's about chats of the of of this ilk. Mm-hmm. I think that ITV, mm-hmm. which has the capability at any time to play a flashback, I think that they choose not to to inflate um, streaming numbers because people will go back and watch <laughs> the actual <laughs> argument. 
Okay, I could see that. That's where that's my that's my conspiracy theory. I had to go back and rewatch. So I we, I went back and re-recorded. <laughs> I I could see that. That's that's what four watches on one account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because we used the same account. Mm. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so these are, these are my notes on this and like, I'll kind of like go over my thoughts. I think that Rosie's insecurities about her situation with Casey caused her side of the miscommunication. Um, though the conversation Rosie does, or through the conversation rather, Rosie does say that that's how she took what was said. The problem for me, the biggest problem is Ron and Lana being so in defense mode that they can't even understand why Rosie read the situation the way that she did and basically making her out to look like a liar, which I just don't think is fair. Even like the other like Islanders on the other side of the villa were like, Oh, she just lied. Well, and you know what? This kind of annoyed me. Cause yeah, while this is happening, Sanam and Kai are listening. There's too many fucking peanut galleries this there whole episode. Is, this is the first time I've taken issue with Kai and Sanam, um, who are listening and then yell over to, I think, maybe Shaq and Casey, who are also a little bit further away. And they're both like, Rosie's lying. She's chatting shit, all this stuff. And like, I know that Rosie's not lying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that, but um, because I watched it, so, like, in a sense, I was there. Right. Um, Sanam and Kai weren't there. What right do they have to say anybody is lying in this situation? Ron or Rosie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is, just like, really weird. It made me uncomfortable to watch this whole episode because, <laughs> like I said, there's, like, 15 different, like, co- and it's the first time it seemed really clicky in yeah. a way. And it was a lot of times... Because they they were like some islanders were acknowledging some clicks that we had never like seen before. Yeah, and like like it's a regular thing, and so like that that whole it just made like it was like whiplash back and forth between all these fucking clip clicks, the, and I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> what did you say? Clips clicks. I thought you said clips. Yeah, I get whiplash <laughs> from all these clips, dude. Okay, all right. I'm the last it. time Let me have fun. <laughs> the last time we've seen, in my opinion, like such a ver- like such a clear divide was the episode where Shaq yelled at Ron for not doing the dishes. That was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Um, so Ron and Lana were still in this conversation. Uh tell Rosie that she is manipulating the conversation. And she says, no, I'm telling you how I took the things that you said. And I can't understand why they can't empathize with her a little bit. And then, like, and it's like, it, not only are they not saying, like, sorry, this is how I meant it. They're actively lying a little bit by saying, like, I told her not to deep it. Yeah. By, by like, well, I guess they're like, well, she's saying I said prioritize, so I can apparently like fib about exactly. Deep, I and it's just like she never said you said the word prioritize. She said that's the way. Granted, she doesn't say he said quote unquote, but she right. the first time she brings it up, she says 
Ron told me that Casey prioritizes the boys over me. Which, I know he didn't say it, but, like, to me, the way I took it, Mm -hmm. that conversation, was the equivalent of someone asking you a yes or no question. And instead of saying yes, says, like, it seems that way. Mm. Like, technically, I didn't say yes. I never said yes. I just said it's, like... To, to an outsider's perspective, <laughs> someone maybe might have taken it that way. <laughs> but I'm not also going to give you the counterpoint to where someone might have not taken it that way. You know what I mean? It's just like plausible deniability built in the whole, the whole, all the way down. I don't, I mean, I don't see it that way. And that's but your God given right. Your God you. and country given right. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. Who Shout did out we to say you that OG about? people. We said that to about a lot of people. I'm just trying to in front of God I can't remember who lied to us in front of God and country, but um I think probably like, Colby Covington. <laughs> what was that dude's name? Connor. Connor. Um my best guess as to why they're digging their heels in the way they are is I mean, at least for Lana. Like Lana has seemed like more than ever like like trying to protect Ron, like through these episodes. Like mm-hmm. she I'm fuming. <laughs> she she feels or she seems to feel like you know every like it's always like shit on ron day and like he like the boys don't include him and like and listen we've talked to death about like why maybe we think that is and like ron as a person but like i i'm assuming they feel attacked already Mm-hmm. And they're simply at this point not willing to give an inch of anything because they're so in defense mode. I don't know. My defense mechanism with people is to push them away. Like if I like if I was to feel like for even a second you didn't want to go garage sailing with me anymore, I would never text you about it ever again. Really? Yeah. Huh. If I felt like you were... We're past that point, though, right? No, that's how... No. In our relationship? I would do this with my mother. <laughs> yeah, but you have a bad relationship with your mother. <laughs> the only person I wouldn't push away if I felt, like, a little bit uncertain about if they didn't like me enough is my husband. Dang. I don't... It's... And you can... Even my maid of honor in my... Who was in my wedding, like, my best friend... um. She knows this about me, like, yeah, and it's it's how I don't know. That's my defense mechanism. So to a certain extent, I'm like, you know, if I felt like these people, like if I was living in a villa with these people, I would never be doing this. But if I was, right, um, and I felt like people didn't like me, <laughs> I would be sitting I mean, alone be, you'd, every you'd fucking be like day. Live. No, you think I would be like live? No. I'm just saying that was her. De- was, was, the way she was acting was clearly a defense mechanism. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think Liv knew that people didn't like her because all of the girls were like, girls. No, but whenever she was in a, a sticky situation, she would literally walk away from it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't walk away from an altercation, but if I felt like people didn't like me, I wouldn't. Like, I just would simply not talk to or spend time around them. If somebody had an altercation, I'm not going to, like, walk away if I feel like I have a point to be made. But I will absolutely push people away if I think that they don't like me. Or if, God forbid, I think that I could possibly like them more than they like me. <laughs> the bridge is burned. 
Well, I'll have you know that I do still like garage selling with you. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and I would be hurt if you would never. But if I were like, why haven't would... we gone garage selling recently? You'd be like, okay, let's go. Yeah, I would just never be the one to bring you, yeah, it up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least for a certain amount of time. So like, like I said, to some extent I can like, like that's my yeah. defense mechanism. So I'm trying to look at it. Yeah, that was just me like reassuring the fact that like sometimes <laughs> i go hermit mode and if, if i need to like go but garage sailing again i want my partner to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> your partner to be there my freaking sail partner <laughs> so after the conversation casey is confused brosy is now feeling defensive because she looks like a liar and lana and ron walk away saying like everything is fine uh casey is saying he just wants to focus on them rather than the issue with ron and, like, hey, I agree, but, like, how is she supposed to just shake off the fact that, like, she's been made to look like a liar and a snake? Like, I wouldn't just be able to be like, okay. <laughs> you let those lips fly, doggy. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just... That would not be an easy thing for me to do, to go from, like, my partner having to confront somebody about something I said, mm-hmm. being made to look like a liar, and then just, like, move uh, on. forget about it. Uh, <laughs> I would never forget well, about it. Well, I don't think Casey for a second was, like... I couldn't tell at first, but you're right. I don't think that he bought into it. I think at the end of the day, he was just, like... This I think is... he was trying to, to corner uh, Ron. Ron into, and... it, like like back talking and to be like you know contradicting himself mm-hmm. i think that's what his plan was but i don't think it was necessarily fair to do that to rosie but yeah I don't know. but i think also he could tell at some point in that 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 wasn't gonna happen like mm-hmm. and he yeah, was just bill. like all right this is done like this isn't going and you could tell he was much more comfortable in that environment than rosie was for sure oh yeah um after that also rosie goes over to lana she says she wants to clear the air Rosie says she feels like she's been made out to look like a liar, which she has. Um, And she says, again, you know, maybe she took it the wrong way, but she feels bad because now the comments like what was said doesn't even matter anymore. Mm -hmm. And like this is like the third time Rosie has said, like, listen, maybe I took it the wrong way. And again, nobody being willing to like reach out the hand to that, Mm -hmm. to like meet her halfway at all. Um, they hug. Everything is peaches, I guess. Whatever. Um, and then Casey tells the others how the conversation went and says that he just doesn't trust Ron. And he's like, you know, he just kind of laughed and denied everything that was said. And Tanya does seem to think that, like, Lana would not lie. And essentially, like, they're saying, like, Ron would be the bad guy if he was on his own. But with Lana, he has a chance still. I guess in this I read that the opposite way oh really yeah where because she was like Lana wouldn't lie and then Tom was like yeah but he would she would take Ron's side yeah so I read that as like Lana is a good a good the good person but like she's also will genuflect to the bad guy Mm. that's the way I read it I think that they don't think that Lana would lie I don't like psychoanalyzing people this hard (laughs) 
It, it makes me feel very. Se- I know. It just makes me feel very self conscious about myself. <laughs> I know. So it's um, like people are listening to this podcast, being like, "Why the fuck would he think he listen, knows I'm just how a people fucking feel?" Person, okay. I'm a line cook, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't I, don't fucking take this with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Um, and I also don't think that Lana would outright lie, but I do think she would stretch whatever truth she has to. She to certainly make, wouldn't call him out. Yeah, to make Ron look the most clean because mm-hmm. she feels for him and his position with the Islanders. And like, she's, I think she's just, she's sick of, you know, him being in this position. And I mean, I don't think she's going to blame Ron for the position that he's in. Uh, whatever parts, you know, are his fault. Mm-hmm. She's not going to look at it that way. So I don't know. I don't think that she would lie, though, either. I think that if, like, do you think she lied in that conversation, Lana? Because, I mean, I guess you look at it differently, so. I don't think she lied, but I also don't think she remembers the specifics enough. And, I again, I already yeah, think she feels like. Yeah, I don't think like... any of them did, and it's just stupid that none of them were like, I don't remember exactly. This is what I meant. Right. But everyone was just so defensive. So defensive. So I don't know. So next we see Sammy pull Lana to tell her about Ron's fire pit chat and his quote unquote game plan. One point to Sammy for saying it to somebody's face and the negative 10 points for her assigning her own meaning to his words. Those are my points for her. (laughs) But, you know, she spoke her opinion. That apparently her opinion is based on like it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. Well, like I don't like to say someone's opinion is right or wrong. It's just the way that based on a misunderstanding of a conversation. I it's based on the wrong words. Um, and Lana's Lana's God, Lana annoys me immediately in this Mm because like I know back to being super defensive. I know that she's still defensive from the chat she just had. Mm But she doesn't take for a second that any of this could be true. Yeah. She's right away says, I think it's been blown out of proportion. And she's like, he'll. It's like she wasn't even listening to what she was saying. No, I, that's what I was thinking. She, I was like, did she, she hear her? She got like bad, like negative vibes f- uh, uh, towards her boyfriend and then like shut down. And it's like, what? I'm just going to get over this as soon as possible. Yeah, it's a bad look to not even consider that what Sammy's saying could be true, even though we know that it's not. Um, but just, like, believe Ron at all costs. It's just, I don't know. It's a bad look. And, like, the other part of me is, like, you know, Lana has been living in there with them. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's super familiar with, like, the way Sammy can twist or take something. Like, I'm trying to look at it from both sides, but I don't understand the other side. So, I don't know. And then at night, we see Ron talking to Shaq and Tom about the whole thing with Rosie. And what's annoying to me is that, because he's, like, trying to defend himself to them about the whole situation, how it happened. And he's like, I didn't pull Rosie for the chat. I was a third party in the conversation. First of all, so? What the, what does that matter? And also, Lana said, Two words? I don't know if you could call you the third party. Yeah, you're driving. <laughs> you were driving the car. You said more than Rosie. You said more than Lana. Um, I don't know how he thinks his opinion or what he said, his advice, whatever, is less important because he didn't start the chat. That seems 
like complete fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's funny is that Tom and Shaq are both like, oh, yeah, we never thought you guys would lie about it. Um, yes, you did. You absolutely did. You, you- talked about it the whole time they were talking. Um, you talked about how Ron could talk his way out of anything. You've never met someone so good at talking. Uh, Which is be- sad. Why is everyone so fucking two-faced? I know. Everyone was very two-faced. I've never, again, I've never hated these Islanders more than this episode. Yeah. It just feels very, very mean girls. Every- and everybody. Everybody. I mean, at li- like... Like you said, at least Sammy had the nuts to say something to someone. Listen, I'm not giving Sammy anything. And then also backing it up when she eventually does talk to Ron, she doesn't change her opinion. I can't even, I can't even tell you how annoyed I was with her in that conversation. Okay, we'll get to it. I, and then you're going to have to try. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, Lana says that today has felt like shit on Ron day, which it has been. Um, and she says that she just knows this blind confidence she has in him. She just knows that Ron will be able to explain what he said. And she says that Ron kind of talks like an essay. And part of me says yes, because essays are boring. And I think the way that Ron tries to say things can be boring. It was just like, um, it made me feel really bad for her. Yeah. When she was like, Ron will explain it. You'll see. I know. That's how I felt too. Sweetie, you're, you're like dumb and gullible maybe not dumb but you're definitely gullible definitely gullible you definitely like eat up all his poo poo it's like at this point she's been so all in it like mm-hmm. i think she's like i have to like yeah i cannot waver now <laughs> yeah 100 percent. and sammy says to her that you know i think you're right i think that is the way he talks but it comes off in here it comes off as strategic and i agree i think that that's a good way to say it i think mm-hmm. That the way he talks does come off as strategic. And I think that that is a reason that it rubs the other Islanders the wrong way. Yeah. Do you think so? I 100% agree. Like I said, like, it, it, it's eventually it's obvious that you try to, like, spin things and talk things. Like, even if you do it successfully a lot of the time, it just becomes obvious that it's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And for someone who's in finance, I'm sure that's, like, most yeah. of his job is lying people, lying to people <laughs> to take their money from them. Like, you know, selling mm-hmm. bullshit stocks or whatever. Like, Maybe. I don't, I don't like him as a, like, <laughs> fundamentally, I do not like Ron. So a lot of this, my opinions are based Colored on that. that. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what are you going to do? So Lana pulls Ron and she tells him that the whole villa is talking about him and she says to start with, you know, I have your back 100%. She explains what Sammy said about his fire pit. And then chat. Maxwell popped up. And he's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and as Ron's hearing about what Sammy has said, it does look, at least to me, like he's genuinely having a hard time hearing this. Mm-hmm. And like he's having a hard time controlling his emotions. Um, so he goes over to talk to Kai and Sinan because they were also sitting in on that chat. Mm-hmm. And... He asks Lana to explain to them the issue because at this point, I guess he's like too upset to even speak about it. And Kai and Sanam don't the really the only thing they say is that like, you know, this stems from a stupid little game and like you guys are like the strongest couple. They don't say their opinion on the way Sammy has taken the words, but I have to assume that they didn't take it that way. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have any other choice but to assume that they did not take it that way because they don't seem to share the sentiment. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and generally, rule of thumb, Kai's response to anything is like, why do you care? Yeah. You know, like, why do you care what people are saying? Yeah. Um, I just wish I would have, like, heard them say, like, I don't know, like, what? Like, why did, like, how could they think that from, like, what you said? Or, like, I didn't hear that. Like, I wish that they would have, like, shown something about, like, their opinion on the way he said it. I Were guess. they at that fire yeah. pit conversation? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and at this point, Ron looks like he's about to explode. Lana's feeling the same. He's saying, like, I know you don't like me to cause drama, but like I'm like I'm losing it. And she's like, I'm right behind you because I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's obviously it's obvious that it's like reaching this boiling point. And that's the end of episode 49. That's one episode. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move right along then, shall oh, we? Oh, my God. This isn't coming up tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, didn't, I guess I didn't figure it would. OK. Um, So next we have episode 50 and Ron goes to pull Sammy right away. And. Ron is like saying that he's livid. He says he's not going to put up with this. He says that he did not say to be to be a successful couple. You have to go through hard times first and then cruise. And Sammy looks him in his eye and says, did you see I said I <laughs> laugh? <laughs> I you do. always make the eye jokes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> she looks him straight in that eye and she says, you did say that, Ron. And. I was taken aback. <laughs> I was taken aback by the nerve. Didn't to... he say what did No! <laughs> Are I'm you joking? I'm me? joking. I'm joking. You recorded. I'm joking. <laughs> I will lose my shit. It's... But again, no. She backs herself. Yeah. She what is I'm looking mean? for a little bit of light in that dark, dark place. The only light is the talent show later. So uh, we just got to you got to get through this somehow. The way that she looks him in the eye and tells him that he says something that he didn't say is so crazy. Um, and Ron says that pretty much the only way that this has been perceived this way is by you and Tom taking it and spinning it that way. Because he knows at this point, Sanam and Kai, who sat right there, did not see it that way. Like, they didn't say that. Right. And then she says, well, it was a weird comment. Listen, if she said that, that'd be fine. I think it was a weird comment. And Ron is trying to say, like, but you know me. Like, you know that, like, like you know that that's not me. To which she doesn't say, but thinks, I don't fucking think that about you. Like, I do mm-hmm. think that that's you. He says, like, you know, I'm so lucky. Lana's insane. Like, she's standing by me. Like, she trusts me. Like, and I'm so lucky, especially after you planted these seeds in her head. And Sammy still insists that he said it, which is so frustrating to watch. And Ron asks her to put it out there to everyone else talking about it, that he isn't a game player and it shouldn't be perceived that way. First of all, one, <clears throat> even if she did change her mind, that's like a weird thing to do. <laughs> and it's like so clearly like, again, showing his own issues. Like mm-hmm. he needs to be perceived in a certain way. And well, he doesn't want everyone in the villa to hate him and think this about him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, listen, like they think that they think it because of what Sammy said 
which was wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with I you. I know. I'm just... But also, too, in that point, my point, is that she didn't change her mind. So... What is that? Ha- I think what he's... I, I, I know. But, like, I she guess didn't that's... change her mind, but he's like, but go tell everyone you did. I, I mean, I think maybe he thought that she did. I don't know. She clearly didn't, but it's it's so frustrating like for her to then also say like i can't influence nine other people's opinion well you did actually Mm -hmm. you did do that earlier and Mm -hmm. hey you know what you like you said it's fine she didn't change her opinion so she can't go over there and lie to them but again don't say that because you already did that Mm -hmm. you did in fact influence nine other people's opinions by telling them the wrong thing and she says she isn't cleaning up all that and it just fucking annoyed the shit out of me because you'll make the mess, but you won't clean it up. Well, I think at this point she doesn't think she made a mess. I agree. But that doesn't make it not her mess. Just because she looks at it and says, I didn't do that. She did. Well, she I did think make she looks the mess. at it and says, this is art. This is not a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. She thinks she's Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Sammy has nothing but the nerve in her talking head now to say that Ron has tried to, like, with the gall of, like, Ron has tried to hold me accountable for everyone's opinions. And I'm not having that. Again, ignoring the fact that the opinions were formed from her and her wrong information. Right. But, again, devil's advocate only. I do not agree with her. Because, obviously, I think she was wrong. But she heard what she heard. Listen, and it's it's fine. But, like, that's one thing, right? That's saying, like... I heard it this way, or I thought it came off this way. But, but that's not what she's saying. Sure, but it's because she's, she has more confidence than like, oh, maybe I heard it wrong. It was never like, oh, maybe I heard it wrong. I or maybe I this is the way I took it. In her head, it was like, I heard him say I'm playing a game. I I agree that that's what her head says, but her head, I'm saying, is fucking wrong. Sure, but that's and it her doesn't, head. That's not it her. It doesn't that's change. <laughs> it changes actually nothing. Um, and... <laughs> She also says that as humans, people observe and form their own opinions and have the right to think how they think. But not Casey. Uh, if it's about Jesse, right? Because, like, Casey couldn't have an opinion and speak what he felt. You know what I mean? Like, he couldn't. So not if it's Casey or if it's about your friend. Go I just want to be clear. Go off, sis. I am. My face is red. I know. You're like, you look visibly like upset (laughs) i'm so annoyed by them (sighs) meanwhile kai is being very supportive of ron and sanam is being there for lana because i mean they don't have anyone else but kai is like ron you were there for every single person when they were at their lowest and i don't even know if that's true because we didn't i mean for a very long time from like the time that ron was done and chose Lana and they were mm-hmm. able to be together until now. We've almost not seen them. Like it's been very little screen time for them both. Um, <laughs> Sammy says that she should get a medal for dealing with Ron in that conversation. And I'm so annoyed about it. And even like Thomas and they're like, Oh, that's my girl. And it's, I'm, I'm so annoyed with them both. I'm so annoyed with them both. This episode was not good for me. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Uh, Tanya talks to Sammy about the conversation because she had been sitting with Lana and Ron at one point and she tells Sammy that Ron says now he has to clean up that mess that shouldn't even be a mess and I do agree with Tanya in saying that like 
you don't have to clean up anything because their opinions are their opinions. Mm-hmm. But like, doesn't he also have a right to like, first of all, like set the record straight on what he did say. And also like, like he lives with them. He's yeah. with them 24 seven. Like, I yeah, think and the that's problem hard. with someone like him who now everyone sees as this talker. Mm-hmm. Even, I never thought that about him until this. You these, really like, haven't. I haven't been like, oh, he can talk his way out of anything. I mean, like, yeah, he talks. I think he tries to talk his way out of it. I don't think he could. I guess I. Yeah, I haven't but looked like, at it that successfully. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. We haven't. But apparently, uh, well, apparently they haven't either. But, you know. <laughs> They can see what he tries to do. Right. Uh, so, like, even in this situation where he is in the right, like, technically, right? Yeah. There's no universe in which he can explain himself where people are, like, looking at him chatting shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very true. And then Tanya also says, you know, no one is here is ta- no one in here is talking about your whole experience. It's just the comment was odd. But that's not true. Because they have been talking at length all over again about his whole experience mm-hmm. like it's bedtime we see lana in bed she's crying she's saying she's feeling really like displaced and alone and they're both clearly struggling but i think they they do have like a very sweet moment like ron supports her and it's mm-hmm. it's cute um no sexual chemistry though <laughs> um in the morning all of the debriefs are so different now like the boys have their debrief when they're still like sitting up in bed the girls Mm -hmm. debrief is now like like, while they're doing their makeup but ron is i guess speaking his mind to the boys about the whole issue they just sit there silently like almost nobody says anything he says he doesn't want the boys sitting around there thinking that he's a game player and casey said that he doesn't want ron thinking that they're sitting around talking about him at all because he doesn't care and it came off as very mean girl, the way he said it. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. What? To be fair. <laughs> Casey wasn't talking about him, was he? <laughs> How can you say that and you don't even know? Well, I, I don't remember seeing him. <laughs> and I don't want to say anything definitive because Um, that's when we get in trouble (laughs) casey was definitely in the chats casey wasn't driving the car in any of these uh for a lot of this casey was dealing with his own issues with ron given the rosie chat but he has absolutely been involved in those chats with the three musketeers okay then not fair then to be not fair (laughs) i lie it's just the way he says it it just comes off he sounds like a bully like, I don't care. Like, the way he says it is just so Probably rude. He dresses like and a bully. And I like Casey, but, like... Fuck. No one is likable right now. Yeah, nobody. Um, Shaq tells Ron that he doesn't have to be everyone's friend, and some people you'll just be civil with and you'll move on. And, again, not having everyone be your friend is one thing, but essentially no one, when you live together, that's just different. Um, and Lana is crying to Sammy and Rosie and she's feeling, she says that she feels like no one really had her back last night and she feels bad. And then Sammy then goes to the other girls that, and she says, since Lana is feeling down that they should plan a little surprise girly breakfast. And I'll be honest, I think it's a very sweet thing that they do. And I Mm -hmm. think it helps Lana a lot. Yeah. But I, the girls and like whatever their dynamic is uh it looks a little bit fake to me from the outside but i almost don't care mm-hmm. because like i think lana needed that yeah 
Yeah, when they're planning this thing, mm-hmm. right? Jess says, <laughs> uh, us girls will be here for each other no matter what. Mm-hmm. I said, don't we know it? <laughs> um, yeah, and then they have this cute little breakfast where they mm-hmm. all take a turn saying what they love about Lana. I know. And it was sweet. It is. It's very sweet. They have muffins and lattes and Lana seems like she really appreciates it. And Ron sees it from across the back, uh, the backyard. And he is like, he also seems very grateful that mm-hmm. they did something for her. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just very sweet. Mm-hmm. And we see Tom and Sammy are chatting and Tom is saying that he feels really bad for Lana. <laughs> And he says that he thinks people should just really focus on their own couple. And I'm like, is he talking to Sammy? <laughs> like, Yeah, I read that the same way. I was like. <laughs> and Sammy is still like kind of going off and preaching that people have opinions and they should voice it. And then Tom says, no one really needs to speak about it anymore, though. And I'm like, She's right. Not- she doesn't hear it. Like, does she? Mm-hmm. Um which is funny. Um, and Tom also says that he feels like Lana and Ron are always like sat off together. And it's like maybe because like Ron doesn't have anyone if Lana leaves. Like Lana has the girls. The girls have always been mm-hmm. uh, close with Lana still even when they're talking crap about Ron. But if she leaves Ron, she's going to like either leave him with only Kai all the time and like Kai doesn't I don't think Kai always wants to be around Ron though he's I don't seems... think he wants to be around anyone except for <laughs> Sadab to be fair but he's the one we see hanging out with Ron when we do mm-hmm. um, and I can't imagine he wants to be with Ron all the time so it's like if she leaves Ron he's just going to be alone or he's going to be awkwardly sitting by the boys while none of them talk to him so I mean like that's probably why and then Tom gets a text that tonight they're doing the talent show. Yeah. And I do my best to shake off the annoyance so mm-hmm. that I can enjoy the antics. So let's shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you did it. <laughs> so now it's nighttime and we have the talent show. And the first one to come out is Shaq, who does a strip tease. I guess he has like his magic mic moment. It's a pony by Genuine. And lots of body rolls, lots mm-hmm. of humping the air. <laughs> he brings tanya up and with a chair with a chair and he does some dancing on her um and the next one we see is lana who's a magician mm-hmm. and it was honestly very cute she pulls ron up to be her assistant she does a card trick where she gives everyone a card and then she guesses their card and um <laughs> she does a really good job of it throughout and then right at the end Shaq and tanya he's like oh no it was the wrong card i'm like why wouldn't you just fight? She know, got he... them all right. Why can't you just lie? <laughs> Why did you have to do that? I don't know. You know what I was thinking while I was watching it, though? I bet Brendan will tell me how she did this trick. A magician doesn't really. Do you know, though? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> um, I thought it was really cute, though. I liked this. Most of the Love Island talent shows are fairly talentless. Mm-hmm. Um. But I thought that this one was cute as a talent. Um, yeah, for sure. It, it It is the second closest to maybe <laughs> what could be performed at an actual talent show. Uh, Tanya does a dance and it's fine. I don't it's really... just like club dancing. I don't have anything to say about it. Yep. <laughs> do you? I, I, I was literally it's just like, this is just what people do when they go out dancing. This is not like <laughs> a performance dance. You know what I mean? Like... 
It's not like something you would see on stage. Mm. And it was good dancing. Yeah. But it was just like something that you do with your friends on a dance floor. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um, next, Kai comes out. He's wearing a little beret. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a portrait. Mm-hmm. He chooses Will as his model, who comes out in some very small underwear. He puts grapes over his crotch. I felt sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will plays it up as Too he much. always does. Um, although I do love that they put in an instrumental of my heart will go do- my heart will go on real quick. Uh huh. No, I'll bring it up in the end. At the end of the whole talent show. Yes. Okay. Um, and so he draws Will, and honestly, I think his drawing looks great. He even gives him a sunburn on the nose. I was expecting, for some reason. An actual good picture. I'll be honest. It's better than I could do. Barely. Probably. No. I, I have zero. I know, but like that's what you would see outside of like a fifth grade art class. I would do a class. stick figure or something. I don't know. Um, Jesse and Rosie do a song and dance together to Don't Ya by the Pussycat Girls. Jesse flexes. Pussycat Girls? What, did I, what is it? Pussycat. Oh, the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize I said anything wrong. Um, Jesse flexes her peck and it makes her implant dance. And it was crazy. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Oh, I was my God. Typing. <laughs> I've never. Quick sidebar. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I know Jesse's... what you're going to say. <laughs> Jesse's boobs are so bad. You think they're bad? I think they're very bad. <laughs> they are very round. I. Th- I that's that all they have. Aren't I don't they don't yeah. look like boobs. They're not shaped like boobs. Yeah. They're very you know what I mean? very very They're round. shaped like spheres. Yeah. <laughs> like if you get one of those styrofoam balls that you can buy at Michaels yeah. and you chop it in half and then I go like this. Yeah. That's what you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what you see. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly their uh their song and dance was very much giving Paige and Gemma from last season. Mm-hmm. It was like they they planned out the first thirty seconds of it, and then they realized that the song is three minutes long. But the best part is like, because in that song, you know, it's like, "Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me?" But like, it changes all the time. It's like, "Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me?" Or a freak Don't, like a fr- me. And neither of them say the right thing. It like say the same thing at the mm-hmm. same time. It's That's so funny. funny. Um, Sammy tap dances. I think. Um, she just like oh, it's like pretty rudimentary. <laughs> Tap lessons. Tom was in awe. He's like, "That's hard. That's real stuff right there." Mm-hmm. He was. She didn't shuffle off the buffalo at the end, so I don't really. <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me, dog. But Ron solved a Rubik's cube in ninety seconds mm-hmm. to a cover, a very strange cover of the Final Countdown. Like it was like a like a a Michael Bay the intensity trailer. of it was so crazy it was actually kind of funny i think they did that on purpose as a joke oh, of course but like if the the okay this is i'm gonna bring it up now okay we hear my heart will go on uh-huh the original well yeah the instrumental uh we hear a cover of the final countdown uh-huh we hear uh the Whitney? harry potter theme song oh, okay the actual Harry Potter theme yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. We hear Whitney. Mm-hmm. We hear also Sprock Zarathustra. <laughs> yeah. Who? What, whose was that to? That was when Casey was walking out to start playing. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Ah, uh, my dream interview. 
is the person who is responsible <laughs> for clearing the music on this show because i have so many fucking questions yeah like how did you get harry <laughs> potter but not like freaking uh no there was a real whitney right yeah it was real whitney but I then think. then yeah. why did you have fake final countdown all of the crazy covers they have. And there was another one that I made note of. I can't remember if it was in the episode we were just watching or not. but The one from Garden State? Oh, yeah. There are some crazy fucking covers. And, like, why did you have a cover of one of two uh, freaking Avril Lavigne songs? But then the next episode have a real Avril Lavigne song. <laughs> and why aren't you using more songs from being funny in a foreign language? They use, like, four. They must have the whole CD. That's what I'm saying. I need to interview this person <laughs> because I want to know, like, what catalog are they working with? Listen, find who they are in the credits and shoot your shot, right? That's what you do? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, I was kind of, I was actually very uh, impressed by Ron's ability to solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I've never solved one. I can solve one, but never I can't close. solve it that fast. Yeah. He um, probably uses an F2L. Oh my uh, God. algorithm where I don't do that. I do layer by layer. <laughs> you but... need to stop. You need to stop. Um, too many permutations to remember. Fifty-two. I only have to remember seven. Uh, so Casey plays the trumpet, um, in the pouring rain, and he. I loved this. He joins the Love Island band with India on her recorder mm-hmm. and Millie on her keyboard. But the cool thing about this is that he does not break a single time. No. And I love that. No, not even like, a little bit. The worst part of India, ah. the worst part of India's performance <laughs> was, she laughed was she's like, hey, this sucks so bad. No, like commit to the bit. And yeah. Casey committed to the bit, if Casey nothing else. Absolutely committed to the bit. And they even talk about it like at the beginning of the last episode mm-hmm. where they're like, it was so funny because you came out serious and like you even did like a at the beginning. And I yeah. was like. Oh, he could actually play trumpet, and then he starts. <laughs> I knew right away he can't. Yeah, me too. I, it was the way he was holding the trumpet is not how you hold the trumpet. Well, and also Millie, who started this trend, struck gold when in her talent show with her keyboard. Um, and I think at this point, I think the Love Island producers ask that somebody who doesn't have a talent to play just play. I think next season. I think we're going to get some kind of string, maybe a violin. What about a drum? Maybe a drum. I'm going to guess first we're going to get a string instrument of some kind. Maybe even a ukulele. Okay. That's my prediction <laughs> for the future. Write it down, shows. folks. <laughs> um, so I knew that somebody was going to play an instrument, and I knew that they were going to play it poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, Sanam comes out next, and her talent is being able to cry on demand. And she does so... While, again, in the pouring rain, which she absolutely uses to her advantage. Like giving like a soliloquy of her time. Yes. She she was my favorite. She was very funny. She was very funny. Yeah, she was great. And in hers, we get some Whitney. And like every time I hear Whitney, I just I want to watch the bodyguard so badly. You know, I have it on VHS. There's um, there's like such a pull to watch it that it's like it's it like physically pains she's me. truly like another sidebar here i know we're 90 minutes in 
Well, first of all, we're almost done with this second episode. And, and the, yeah. And the third episode, to be fair. Uh, Whitney is just like one of those like once in a lifetime talents, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. Ugh. And the How movie. Will I know? How will I know? And the movie is a good movie. The movie is such a good movie. Kevin Costner. Mm. Yeah. One time I was playing Cosmic Bingo at the casino and uh, I was talking to this guy who claimed to be Whitney's like bodyguard, not like <gasps> that inspired the movie, <gasps> but like, like went to places with her and stuff. And the whole time I thought I thought he was lying. Mm hmm. But he talked to us for like 40 minutes about her. That's just like me with that guy who said he was in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like, why would you lie about that? Everyone afterwards told me he was lying. And only now when I tell the story are people like, why would he lie about that? I don't know. But everyone told me he probably was. <clears throat> I I just realized Trans-Siberian Orchestra isn't Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> what? What's Mannheim Steamroller? They're the ones that do the the really weird, like, or- orchestral metal Christmas music. Well, they do Christmas music, though, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I know, but Mannheim Steamroller does that one cover of uh, Hark, Hear the Bell Sleep. That's like... Um. Anyways, let's watch the bodyguard soon, can okay, we? On yes. VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, Will comes out next, and I guess he's a rapper. He's got I hate it. no beat, no rhythm, barely any rhymes, and he mostly just uses it as like roasting the Islanders, which everyone seems to be a good sport about. But like, it was very hard to watch. I need people to stop doing what he does. <laughs> Uh, you can't say yo. Will, oh, you can't say yo? yo. I'm pretty sure he went like, yo, yo. Uh-huh. My least favorite thing is like when people like do that self-deprecating like, mm. yo, I'm a gangster. And like, like clearly Malibu's like, most wanted type shit. No, like self-aware. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, OK. Like you ever seen that video of that weird kid with braces and glasses? He's like swag how do you be a real gangster like me like that's it's so cringy that's will's whole personality i know it's very cringy i'm over it yeah i agree um i've it's grown tiresome (laughs) it has there was like a small because at first we weren't fans of him either there was a very small pocket in the middle where we were like Mm -hmm. yeah will what a fun guy no and i knew i knew it would Mm because i could never long-term enjoy somebody like will um and lastly tom is our closer and he sings uh a bruno mars song just the, the way you are just the way you are yep and it's the hardest thing i've ever watched his accent goes away when he sings also. a lot of people do yeah it's like completely gone and i've never ever heard sounds like that before you asked if my eyes watered yeah they did <laughs> and i guess gone are the days that we'll have talents like Paige turley i guess because it's just what is Paige turley uh she's just a 
former contestant who could sing really lovely oh. and sang on the talent show and it sounded amazing. Mm. And like, we're just never going to get that ever again. Yeah, I no don't one's think. talented anymore, I guess. <laughs> All these kids in their fucking auto-tune. Yeah, anyways. Listen to real music like Led Zeppelin or... Um, Beethoven. <laughs> Uh, and that's the end of episode 50 and episode 59, which is 51. Some 50, oh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> episode 51, um, which is the most nothing episode we've seen yet. But it opens post talent show. Everyone goes inside after the monsoon. Uh, the villa wants an encore. So Tom sings again. <clears throat> nothing happens at bedtime. In the morning, everyone just spends time talking about the talent show, and everyone seems to be in a good mood. Um, Kai and Sanam are talking about Sanam's talent at one point, and they're they're just kind of like joking around. And Kai's like, "Well, I'm never gonna trust you now about crying." It was very cute. It was, yeah, it was a cute conversation. Um, and Sanam says she has absolutely used that to get out of things she doesn't want to do. Same, I've absolutely done that too. Um, we get, this is how I knew that this episode was going to be a waste of time. We get two minutes of Jesse and Will just laughing about Jesse farting and nothing gets better from here. Yeah. This this is, it honestly felt like an unseen bits. Yeah. There was, there was a point where you were like, are we actually just watching unseen bits? We see Lana say Ron's spirit animal is a cockroach, which that was funny. Pretty funny. And he said hers is a naked mole rat. And then Lana gets a text that they are going to play. I think it was called Cocktail Shakeup. And I was terrified. I was immediately. You thought it was the. The, the one where they transport drinks and or food into each other's mouths. I'm so glad it wasn't that. Instead, it is a race of sorts where it starts out with the girls having a helmet with a tray and a bunch of glasses on their heads that they have to balance. They slide over to the boys. The boys throw drinks into the glasses and the girls go back and have to dump whatever made it into the cups into a bigger cup. Pretty much. That's it. And the first one to fill that glass on the other side wins. And at one point, I guess about halfway through, um, they switch and the boys have to do the sliding and the dumping in like the second half mm-hmm. when the boys are doing it there's far more shenanigans um trying to Sl- knock each other over and- they're trying to just straight up stop tom uh from moving at all ron like slides in between kai's legs it's pretty funny but kai and sanam win after the game is over they all just sit around and talk about the game and then at night all of the couples, we see each and every one of them sitting together and talking about their future as couples, about their relationships, the outside, everything. And none of that is that exciting. The only thing of note that is like semi-new is that we get Casey saying that he's falling for Rosie and that he is completely closed off. As if somebody knew it was going gonna to come, come in. in. Uh, like, I don't even think you needed to Sorry, say Sorry, babe. She was the last mom <laughs> Like, I think, I think they're all have to be closed off at this point. Um, and then finally, through all of this, we get a text to go to the fire pit. And it's taken me probably not even 10 minutes to recap this episode so far, but we're already at the end. 
Um, on the way to the fire pit, we get a cover of Let Go by Fru Fru from the Garden State soundtrack, which is, I got to say, a cover I never expected to hear in general, but definitely um, not here on Love Island. Sidebar. Go on. One of the best soundtracks of all movie time. Garden State has an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing soundtrack. For, for a while, that was like the only CD that mom would play. <laughs> I love Cora. Also, you know another great movie soundtrack? What's that? Twilight. Is it? It just is. I mean, I... I just I trust you. me on this, okay? I also... Would never, I would never disagree with you. Third, this isn't in order, but just a third that I will say. Mm-hmm. The Bodyguard. Ooh. <laughs> well, it's a jukebox musical. Next time, I have to Jukebox's just... Up. Next time, I have to just buy the vinyl, because we see it at so many garage sales, and I never buy it. Um, we find out that the public has been voting for their favorite couple, and the ones, uh, the one with the least votes, are at risk of going home. So our three couples in the bottom are Tanya and Shaq, Rosie and Casey, Jesse and Will. And I predicted I wasn't sure about Jesse and Will. I thought that that might have been swapped for Tom and Sammy, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, all three of these couples make sense. And we find out that Rosie and Casey are dumped. Everyone says goodbye to Casey and Rosie, and that is the end of the first half of week seven. Mm-hmm. Who are your favorites? No one. We're skipping this Let week. me try to. Uh, no, you're we'll right. Skip. No one. Fuck them all. They're all annoying me. Um. All right. Uh, sorry this was super long, but, you know, sometimes it's got to be. Listen, episode 49 was what it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing we could do about it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at not friendship island pod uh leave us a five star review wherever you listen and uh yeah that's it uh thank you bye bye